This is the troll patrol. Live with Justin. This fucking cat over here must be one of the neighbor cats out at our front door. He is scratching. He's pulling up the fucking carpet. Fucking with my my cables. Stop it! Stop! Go out on the patio! Jesus Christ, cat! Then I got this one over here just sitting here. I don't know what he's wanting. He's plotting something. Kill him, buddy. Fucking cats. Now I've fucked the camera completely up. Now Maynard's coming over here, and he's wanting to know what's going on at the front door. Dude, leave it alone! Jesus! It's like having children, I swear! I'll be playing video games with my, my best friend who has three three kids. They're like, I'm gonna fuck their ages up, but they're around like 11, 6, and 3. Some, somewhere in that range. He's got three kids, I got three cats. And many nights we're trying to play video games and we're both like, Smokey, stop it! <laughs> Malia, stop it! Quentin, get down! Smokey, get down! <laughs> that's 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 what happens. We go ahead and tell you this is the dumbest show of the Troll Patrol ever. I can't believe we're talking about the shit we're talking about tonight. Orgies, orgies in Washington D.C. <laughs> I'm gonna show you Jordan Peterson crying over Antifa. We got a GOP candidate calling for firing squads for trans people. We got John Voigt talking about how greatness will return to the United States. I'm serious. I'm serious. Dumbest fucking show ever. Andrew Giuliani. Andrew Giuliani had the weirdest fucking comment trying to attack trans people, but made just a fucking skeezy joke about his own child. What is up, Bisky? Welcome. Seriously, like, you're not... You're going to be uncomfortable when you hear what Andrew Giuliani had to say about his own child. Speaking of children you should be disappointed in, the Queen, Queen Elizabeth, that Queen, the Queen, brought her son with her on their little trip they went on. I don't even know. I don't even know the fucking details. All I know is she insisted that Prince Andrew walk her out for whatever the stupid ass ceremony it was probably a bad idea because you know prince andrew has some baggage i like dr phil here has some baggage dr phil says i like when i break a sweat eating good pussy i get lightheaded and start thinking of my childhood on the farm I had a wrestling meme. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the Nebraska Furries. Oh my god. The dude talking about... We have enough dumb shit to talk about tonight. But this... It was a state senator or state representative. In their state house. 
was talking about how children identify as furries, dress up in cat suits, and go, and if they're not provided a litter box in schools, they shit on the floor. This is a real speech that was, maybe we'll have to, maybe we'll have to play that fucking video that fits in with every fucking thing else we're talking about tonight. Like Disney being held hostage by gay employees. That's what Charlie Kirk is saying. We got some Trump news for you tonight. The actual prescient news in your life is the fact that the transcripts have been either leaked or released of Trump's phone records, and there's a seven-hour gap. I think to be more precise, it's like a six-hour and 30-minute gap, but it is a seven-hour gap, ostensibly, in Trump's phone records from January 6th. We're going to hear from... Jamie Raskin, Representative Raskin, on Trump's phone records. Then we're going to hear from Trump about the big event that happened today in his life. He hit a hole in one. Oh, it was the Prince Philip Memorial Service. Hasn't he been dead for like a month? What, he have to tour around the country or something? Every 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 like British person had to come out and see the body and like do some kind of fucking dance and like blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry I got a twitch delay tonight my internet has not been acting correct before we get started with everything it may not act correct tonight it is it is being really shitty I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna try to fix it bear with me here uh, give it like two minutes and then refresh if you even heard if you even heard me say that because it might just refresh and me be live and it get fixed. I've been having some internet issues here recently and it, it kind of sucks. But if you're listening to me right now, you're probably listening on the podcast. I'm assuming YouTube is probably going to cut this in half or, or split it into multiple videos. Which might just pause for a little bit and then come back. I got a socks. And then, unfortunately, when I get these issues and I have to switch servers, cost me my 12 cents that I would have made on YouTube tonight in advertising revenue. It's about what I make every day for the Troll Patrol. 12 cents. Not bad. Nothing to sneeze at. All right, I got the green light now. We should be back. There is, I try to avoid Elon Musk news. I like, uh, but I have a whole treasure trove of it. That's one of them. He's wanting to create his own social media platform. There's also the story that Joe Rogan offered to train him to fight Vladimir Putin. No Musk news. No Musk news. Hell, I I am so... The only, the only reason I did it, the only reason I did it was because fucking... It'll get clicks on YouTube. You should not love Elon. Elon is not a savory individual. The only reason I clipped the, the 
thing about the the smack was because it's going to get views on YouTube. It did get views on YouTube. But I seriously, I titled the video, Do Not Watch This Video. There are better things to do. But since everybody's got to have a take on Chris Rock and Will Smith, I've got to have a take on Chris Rock and Will Smith. At least in my video, you will see Lady Gaga honoring Liza Minnelli. Uh, Sam Collins uh, actually uh, had some nice things to say about me when they played the video from uh, Matt Walsh. I have not had any interactions with them. But I did subscribe to their content during that whole fiasco. Matt Walsh is on another crusade. Now he thinks he's a best-selling women's gender study author or whatever the fuck he's calling himself now. Because he's going around asking people what is a woman. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a piece on that soon. Fuck it. Apparently the Daily Wire has a heart on for me. Now I want to point out something. The other day, Jeremy from the Daily Wire actually tweeted me out when I made fun of his stupid Razor commercial. So this has 159 likes. This is the CEO of the Daily Wire tweeted out my video has 159 likes. Now my actual video has something like 300 dislikes. And I kind of thought this back when I had the first run-in with Matt Walsh. Because people kept coming to my video and and they were specifically saying, Matt Walsh sent me. What this tells me, the interactions that he got on this tweet, based upon the dislikes I got on my video, is that people didn't go to my video organically. I believe the Daily Wire is paying people to dogpile on small content creators. If I had to pick one, good goddamn. That's like, you want me to play Russian roulette with, with, with people at the Daily Wire. I do not like any of them. Uh, Probably the one, my favorite would be Andrew Clavin, just because I've heard the least from him. Just because who gives a shit about Andrew Clavin? I don't think it's too much of a stretch. 159 likes on the CEO of Daily Wire tweeting out my video. He didn't get near as many interactions on my video as I got. I usually get 30 or 40 views on a video on YouTube. I got, I got like 2.5K on the Daily Wire one. They're paying people to come and dogpile. Oh my God, Bisky! How in the world do you ever find Ben Shapiro? He's unironically funny sometimes. He's, he's not meaning to be 
funny. <laughs> my tweets aren't bangers. My tweets are hangers. They terminate pregnancy. God damn it. I miss. <laughs> That's the thing I hate about Twitter too. Is like, you can't like, uh, edit. Shit. I, I was, uh, multitasking. So I, I misspelled. Let me try again. They terminate pregnancy. <laughs> oh, shit. There we go. Much better. Much better. Oh, oh, last night. I mentioned that um, I might have to take a little time off as I start a, a new job. I will not. I will not be starting a new job I I hate to say it but I kind of fell for a scam it's odd that there was a scam targeting people who are video editors no 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 no, no. The, the company is a real company with fantastic reviews I was not talking to anybody at that company They literally went and got the names of people who work at that company. That's why I had verified that they were on LinkedIn. I verified the reviews of the company before I accepted the offer. But then they asked me to deposit a check that they sent to me digitally in my bank account. And I was like, whoa, whoa, red flag, red flag. Why can't you just give me a direct deposit? You have my bank account info. Then we went back and forth. They they sent me another check, and I'm like, this check looks even sketchier than the first check they sent me. I had an interview with them and everything, yes. Went through the whole fucking process. Everything seemed legit. It is a company that checked out the people that I was talking to were real people. So I called the bank that the check was drawn off of and I'm said I said, "Hey, you know, can you verify if this check is real or not?" Oh, he's like, "Oh no, that's a scam." Those people are scammers. So then I contacted the real vice president of talent whatever her title was. Vice President of Talent Acquisition or Talent Scout Specialist or whatever the fuck. The person that had told me I was hired. I contacted the real person. And they got right back to me and was like, oh no, not this again. (laughs) So I forwarded all the information to her. And then I was like, but hey, if you guys do actually need a video editor i would i would like to come to work for the real company and she's like you know what for all your trouble we at least owe you that to 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 give you a look so send all your stuff to me and i'll forward it to and she introduced me to the the person who's over uh you know marketing or video whatever the fuck like sweet (laughs) cool and then i went back to the scammers i'm still talking with them i am still talking with them I went back to the scammers and I said, I know you're scammers. If you don't put $1,500 at this PayPal link, (laughs) I am going to report you to the authorities and to the real company that you were impersonating. 
I thought it was indeed nice of her, but I mean, it's, it's a it's a huge company. That's one of the, I guess that's one of the reasons they were able to get away with you know scamming because it's a fucking gigantic ass company. I'd never heard of it until all of this. So disregard what I said about uh, having to take time off. I still work for myself. I'm still capitalist as shit. Hey. Well, now hey, I, I, never know. Now I've got I've got plenty of time. I can stream all day, every day, if you want me to. That's not true. I can't do what I do all day, every day. It takes prep to actually talk about you know news and politics and shit. I own my own business. I file my taxes as a small business owner. I am far more capitalist than all the people that come in here calling me commie. Then again, I actually know what capitalism means, unlike most people that call me commie. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, we'll start off with the hard news tonight. There's not a lot of it, I assure you. It's it's a lot of bullshit tonight. Oh. Biden signed anti-lynching legislation into law. This is the signing ceremony. I believe they are in the Rose Garden. It was over 100 years ago in 1900. North Carolina representative... The hard news. News that will get you hard. Sparkles. In case you missed it, this is the dumbest Troll Patrol stream ever. The dumbest stories ever is what we're talking about. Not the not the Emmett Till bill. This is a fantastic bill. Thank you for signing it into law, Biden. I can't believe it's 2022 and we didn't already have anti-lynching legislation. I'm a slave, the only black lawmaker in Congress at the time who first introduced legislation to make lynching a federal crime. How many times you vote against it, Biden? Hundreds of similar bills have failed to pass. Over the years... Several federal hate crime. Something, something just tells me that if you were to go back in Biden's record, he's, he's one of the people voting against it. Laws were enacted, including one I signed last year to combat COVID-19 hate crimes. But no federal law, no federal law expressly prohibited lynching. None. Until today. <laughs> Emma's mother, his mother demanded that her son be sent home. So this funeral in Chicago could be an open casket. Here's what she said. Let the people see what I've seen. America and the world saw what she saw. Emmett Till was born nearly 40 years ago after the first anti-lynching law was introduced. Although he was one of thousands who were lynched, his mother's courage, his mother's courage to show the 40 world. 40 years ago, that doesn't seem right. Energized the civil rights movement. Exactly 100 days later, Rosa Parks was arrested on the bus. Yeah, that wasn't 40 years ago. Her statue sits in my office. She said, I thought of Emmett Till and I couldn't go back. Emmett Till died in 1955. And I couldn't go back. Dr. King often preached about, quote, the crying voices of little Emmett Till screaming from the rushes of the Mississippi. 
I had a clip. I had a clip. Fuck, let's do it. Let's, we're we're off the rails already tonight. I'm not high enough for this shit. Oh, let me let me see if I've still got it bookmarked over here. Yes, here you have uh, that Newt Gingrich with Sean Hannity. They're talking about Biden's cognitive decline. Notice how Hannity introduces Kellyanne Conway. Better, Mr. Speaker, thank you for being with us. Here now with more reaction, former counsel to the president, Kellyanne Trump, along with former Arkansas Governor Mike. So bringing on Kellyanne Trump to talk about Joe Biden's cognitive decline. Also, Mike Huckabee has turned into Kenny Rogers. I don't know who this dude is, but he's kind of looking like Kurt Angle over here. What the fuck? Fox News contributor, former White House press secretary. Better, Mr. Speaker, thank you for being with us. Here now with more reaction, former counsel to the president, Kellyanne Trump. Along- he sounds subdued. Did somebody, did somebody slip some Xanax into Sean Hannity's Diet Coke? Back to the anti-lynching legislation. Let's look at the assholes who didn't vote for it. Only three. There are only three. They're all three Republican, by the way. Representatives Andrew Clyde. Representative Thomas Massey. Representative Chip Roy. Long suspected of being an actual white supremacist. The only House members who oppose the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act. House Representatives on Monday night passed the Emmett Till. Now, this was um, was back a couple weeks ago. House Representatives on Monday night passed the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act to make lynching a federal hate crime. The bill received unanimous support, save for three Republicans, Clyde, Massey, and Roy. In explaining his no vote, Massey wrote in a Twitter thread that designating enhanced penalties for hate tends to endanger other liberties such as freedom of speech. He also argued that lynching is illegal in all states already. Roy issued a statement Tuesday explaining his decision. Lynching is an unspeakably heinous crime, but this bill doesn't have anything to do with lynching other than its name. He called the bill an effort to advance a woke agenda under the guise of correcting racial injustice. That is a matter for the states. A representative for Clyde did not immediately respond to a request for comment. All Republicans surprised. Biden held a what press is conference your- earlier today with uh, what the fuck was he with? I love it. Reuters doesn't even say. <laughs> Who the fucking dude he's with is. I forgot. View of Russia's announcement today that it will, quote, fundamentally scale back its military operations near Kiev and another northern city in Ukraine. Do you see this as uh, possibly the war beginning to come to an end, or do you see this as Russia trying to buy time and to recalibrate for a new military? Minister Lee. We'll see. I don't Sin? anything into it until I see... Hassan of Singapore. 
We'll see if they follow through on what they're suggesting. Minister Lee Hassan of or me Lee Hassan Lung of Singapore, Turkey, and others. I had a meeting with the heads of state of uh, our four allies in NATO: France, Germany, uh, uh, the United States. Hey, 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 I don't, I don't think Biden, I don't think Biden is believing Russia, Jack. He ain't falling for Russia's malarkey. Uh, and Great Britain. And uh, there seems to be a consensus that uh, let's just see what they have to offer. We'll find out what they do. But in the meantime, we're going to continue to keep strong the sanctions. We're going to continue to provide the Ukrainian military with their capacity to defend themselves. And we're going to continue to keep a close eye on what's going on. Now, peace talks are going on currently in Turkey. I mean, they probably they probably stopped for the night. Or are resuming this morning. I don't know what fucking time it is in Turkey right now. Being we in Great Britain, they confiscated a super yacht. Now know, uh, belongs to a Russian oligarch uh, because we're very clear we cannot have any benefit to these oligarchs with close connections to Putin uh, whilst that terrible war is going on in Ukraine and so many people are suffering. At the moment, the individual's not sanctioned, but we know that the connection is there. I should say the ship was deliberately masked. That motherfucker is ugly. That is an ugly fucking boat. It's in very, very complex ownership structure, uh, as if to deliberately try to deny the reality of it. Uh, thanks to the work of the National Crime Agency and others, we've tracked it high enough for the ship. We now know the connection. The ship won't be going anywhere for the time being, and that's because we take uh, what uh, Putin is doing in Ukraine incredibly serious. And people who have benefited uh, from his regime uh, cannot benefit from sailing around London and the UK and ships like this. Now, what you going to do about Prince Andrew? We'll get to we'll get to that here in a little bit. We're still on Russia. We got some Trump Russia news today as well. A phone call between world leaders on the war in Ukraine has wrapped up. President Biden, along with leaders of France, Germany, Italy and the UK, all agreed on the ongoing support for the people of Ukraine. Meantime, Russia has said it will cut back operations near Kiev. ABC's Ike Jachi live in Washington, D.C. with the very latest. Ike. That's right. Those peace talks going down today between Russia and Ukraine and one of the negotiators allegedly poisoned from those peace talks is Russian billionaire Roman. We'll get there, Scrappy. We'll get there. One of England's biggest soccer teams. Today, a shocking claim of an attempted. Not only do I have Trump bragging about his hole in one, apparently we've got footage of the hole in one. (gasps) Poisoning, a source telling the Wall Street Journal, two Ukrainians along with Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich suffered symptoms consistent with a chemical poisoning after a meeting in Kiev earlier this month. The men, who have since improved, consumed only chocolate and water in the hours before the symptoms appeared, which included red eyes, constant and painful tearing, and peeling skin on their faces and hands. Abramovich was clearly feeling well enough to participate in a fresh round of peace talks with Ukraine and Turkey today. After nearly five hours of negotiations in Istanbul, some progress, as the Russians called the discussions constructive, telling reporters military activity near Kiev and... Istanbul, not Constantinople. Can't go back to Constantinople. 
Cherniev will be curtailed to increase trust between the sides. For their part, the Ukrainian negotiator... What kind of a fucking newsman am I? Like, I fucking pause a serious fucking news story about the war. A fucking quote that might be... By the way, by the way, like you get into their deep cuts. If you if you haven't listened to the Might Be Johns, I think they're fantastic. Uh, your racist friend—that's one of my favorites. Negotiators say they won't discuss conceding any of their territory to Russia right now, adding that they want to involve other countries in the talks in two weeks to establish security guarantees for Ukraine if it were to come under attack in the future. A live webcam over the city of Mykolaiv caught the moment a Russian missile struck a government building. Ukrainian emergency services releasing this video showing the missile flying by. Moments later... Are, are they going to show the building? If not, I'm going to have to pull up the fucking picture because it's insane. Releasing this photo yes, there we go. Mykolaiv Regional State Administration building with a massive hole in its... Now, now, watch the, watch the conspiracy theorists be like, no plane hit that building. It doesn't look like a plane, it looks like a missile. Center. It comes as Ukraine claims an important victory in the suburbs of Kiev. President Zelensky says Ukrainian forces have retaken the city of Irpin, stopping Russia's push to encircle the capital. In this Ukrainian military video, you can see Ukrainian troops driving through Irpin streets. It was a missile. It was, it was a missile, just to be clear. That's a horrible joke on my part. Ugh. What would the, I saw somebody, some somebody on Twitter was like, imagine if Chris Rock was the Twin Tower and Will Smith was an airplane. Is it still funny? <laughs> yes, yes, that makes it funnier. Now, the White House is confirming that troops are, in fact, moving away from Kiev. But Can you imagine if I had the troll patrol during 9-11? <laughs> We're live streaming all fucking day. I'm just like, I'm not high enough for this shit as Building 7 collapses. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty did do a 9-11, didn't they? Wasn't that the, wasn't that the, no, 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 they didn't do a 9-11, they did a Pearl Harbor, right? Like, I can't remember what the joke was. Oh, fuck. Oh, you know what would be worse than 9-11? A Trump second term. (laughs) I mean, guys, you know me, I don't fucking remember shit. How I remember things about politics, I'll never know. (sighs) Romney says a second Trump term would force NATO to rethink reliance on U.S. Really? A second Trump term would cause NATO to rethink its reliance on the U.S.? That's all that would happen? I I think it would cause a lot of other things to happen, Mitt. 
But here, here's a clip from his interview with CNN. Do you think that the former president, Donald Trump, permanently damaged NATO? Uh, well, I think what's happened to NATO is that they have said, can we rely on the U.S.? And, and is this America first idea, which is the president saying to everybody, hey, go off and do your own thing. Uh, I, I think that approach is one that frightens other members of NATO and they wonder, are we committed to NATO and to our mutual defense? No. Or are we all going to go off on our own? Uh, we are committed to whatever makes defense contractors money. And they wonder whether whether we're going to return to the, uh, if you will, the policies that we've had for the last 70 years or whether we're instead going to take the turn that Donald Trump represented. If he were to come back as the U.S. president, I think it would represent a pretty dramatic departure uh, for the world. And they would uh, rethink uh, whether they can count on the United States. The fact that he is even up there talking about the motherfucker as a possible second, like a real possibility just astonishes me. I don't think it could happen. I don't I don't think he could possibly win a second term. I really don't. I think he can win the Republican nomination. I don't think he can win a second term. Even if he's running against a Biden again. I don't think he can. Sassy Snicks, if that's how you feel that your your time and effort is to, to try to deny Trump, the, that's the thing that I feel is inevitable. If he runs, he gets the Republican nomination. <laughs> no, 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 no. CEOs are hashtag high gas prices. The, the cost of a barrel of oil has plummeted, yet... Gas prices are still high. Do it if that's the way you you feel your 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 time and efforts are best served. I'm I support you. In in 2016, I spent a hell of a lot of time trying to convince Republicans to vote for Hillary Clinton because like she's a Republican in a pantsuit. That, 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 like, is nominally for gay marriage. That's that's the only difference. Vote for her. Because there, there was no reason to try to go out and get leftists to vote for Hillary Clinton. So I felt that my time was best served trying to get Republicans to vote for... Making the case for why Hillary was more of a conservative than Donald Trump, and I feel I was right on that. If you like Reagan-style politics, Hillary Clinton was the candidate for you in that election. What is up, Sky Comet? Well, if you just got off work, you are not high enough for this shit. Welcome to the dumbest episode of the Troll Patrol. We actually did some real news to start off with, but now we're getting in to the dumb shit. Just absolute dumb shit. You're going to see a man cry over Antifa. You're going to hear a congressman talk about being invited to 70-year-olds having orgies. Seriously, it's going to get weird. It's going to get weird. 
Currently, we're listening to Mitt Romney talk about a Trump second term and how that would have an effect on NATO. That we've had for the last 70 years or whether we're instead going to take the turn that Donald Trump represented. If he were to come back as the U.S. president, I think it would represent a pretty dramatic departure uh, for the world. And they would uh, rethink uh, whether they can count on the United States to, to lead NATO and to lead other nations as they push back against China and against Russia. So you uh, think that the 2024 election will decide this question? About well, I think, damage I, I, think if, I think if President Trump were to return as president, that, uh, that the nations of the world would say that they have to really rethink. Uh, their own national security and the extent to which they want to be allied with us and instead <laughs> if if Trump becomes the president again all the other countries are going to rethink their alliance with us listen to what the man's fucking saying uh, and and you saw that happen during the time President Trump was there as I mean I've had conversations with leaders of other nations now uh, members of NATO and and they raise this question where you know we're happy to see you committed to uh, our mutual defense but we don't know whether you're just committed short-term or whether this is a long-term and permanent commitment. I think it's long-term and permanent. Oh, I'm sorry. We still have some hard news to get to. Before we talk about Trump's hole, we have to talk about the hole in Trump's call logs. White House logs show a gap of seven-plus hours in the Trump January 6th call record. White House records show an unexplained gap of more than seven hours in the record of former President Donald Trump's telephone calls the day of the deadly January 6th insurrection. Washington Post and CBS News reported on Tuesday, and I reached my free limit, and I still forgot to register for Reuters. God damn it. I keep fucking myself up with that. Logs turned over to the House of Representatives panel uh, investigating the attack showed no calls placed to or by Trump between uh, 11.17 a.m. and 6.54 p.m. while his supporters violently rioted at the Capitol as lawmakers were set to certify Trump's 2020 election loss, the news outlets reported. The 11 pages of records turned over to lawmakers showed Trump talked to at least eight people by phone before the gap and 11 afterward. Does anybody believe that Trump didn't make any phone calls during that time? A spokesman for the House Select Committee investigating the Capitol riot declined to comment. A spokesperson for Trump said Trump had nothing to do with the records and assumed any and all of his phone calls were recorded and preserved. Extensive public reporting also cites multiple conversations held by Trump on January 6th with allies and lawmakers that prompted investigators to probe whether he communicated that day through unofficial back channels or a disposable phone known as a burner phone. Oh, I'm sure he was on the phone trying to make shit happen. No doubt in my mind, he was trying to rally the troops. Now let's talk about Trump's hole. His hole in one. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope, 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 nope. I'm sorry. I'm teasing you. Let's hear from Representative Jamie Raskin. Uh, Congressman, it's good to see you. Let me just start with this issue. Not everybody has watched The Wire and Breaking Bad. Not everybody knows about burner phones. (laughs) 
or you know some of the spy shows like uh, what Burn Notice and oh everybody knows about burner phones. Okay, everyone is a criminal. <laughs> oh shit! This is Jamie Raskin on with Chuck Todd. If it's Tuesday, it means it's uh, Jamie Raskin Day, apparently. Issue of of the Justice Department and providing some teeth. What are they doing in How I Met Your Mother to have to use fucking well, timeline, You know, anything could happen in November, but the way... What, is, is Barney getting into trafficking now? I, I didn't watch that much of the show. <laughs> and the actual trial, if they're on the same timeline for, say, Scavino and Navarro here... We may not find out until sometime next calendar year whether uh, they have to turn this stuff over. What is your hope that the Justice Department does going forward, and how fast do you think they can act? Well, I think a number of members of the committee expressed our general sense that they need to step it up if they're going to be part of the process of bringing these people to uh, criminal justice and accountability. Of course, our role as the select committee I mean, I didn't. I didn't finish the show. I mean, I could see Robin becoming a drug runner. I really could. She had that kind of tenacity. Committee is different. We're trying to promote accountability in a much broader sense. We want to tell the complete story of what happened to the American people and to Congress, and then make very specific recommendations about what we need to do to fortify democratic institutions and um, processes against future coups and insurrections against our government. What, what, let me ask you this. Why do you think the Meadows referral has not been taken up yet? I, I don't think I could say. Um, you know, we, each one of those cases... Um, because our goddamn DOJ is really dropping the ball, and I'm, I'm glad to see some Democrats starting to bring that up. Even Liz Cheney last night in the hearings that we were watching taking swipes at the DOJ for not doing their job. On its own timeline, we're just hoping that the Department of Justice understands the urgency with which we are acting here. Once again, once again, this goes back to when Biden was naming his cabinet positions. I said Doug Jones should have been the Attorney General of the United States. And he absolutely should have been. Merrick Garland should not have been the Attorney General of the United States. I still stand behind that decision. That, that, not decision. I still stand behind that position. I don't think Doug Jones would be just uh, uh, taking this lying down. I think he would be prosecuting shit. Those of you who don't know, Doug Jones was a lawyer in Alabama who prosecuted church bombings in Birmingham when it was not politically uh, expedient to do so. That is why Doug Jones was the man for the job. After having lost his Senate seat, the dumbest fucking senator that has ever sat in that chamber, Tommy Tuberville. In fairness, it doesn't look like they are. I mean, and how do you how do you coax them? You can't, you know, privately it would look like, you know, nobody wants to look like you guys. Ask Garland to resign and appoint Doug Jones. There's a part of me that wonders, why isn't there a, a special uh, 
a group of people at the Justice Department basically solely focused on this right now. Oh, you want a special prosecutor? Appoint Doug Jones. Of course, there could be a special counsel, and the special counsel has been recommended by a number of people, including uh, Professor Doug Jones, to deal with this issue. But, you know, one of the things we're trying to rebuild uh, after the wreckage of the Trump administration is both congressional and presidential respect for the independence of the law enforcement functions. So I, I don't think anything we say is going to uh, dictate the course of action at the DOJ. And we want to make sure that people understand they're the ones in charge there. But we've got a very big responsibility here because, um, you know, they have brought more than 700 and different 700 different prosecutions against people for. Yeah, but Trump has got away with so much for so long. I'm sure he thinks he's invincible. While all this shit's going on, he's out playing golf. Criminal trespass and interference with the federal proceeding and assault on federal officers. Flash, that is a great observation. You should hear him talk. He doesn't sound like he's a real person either. But our job as the select committee is to give a report to the American people through hearings and through a written and perhaps a video document explaining what happened so we can make sure that the country gets together on rejecting violent insurrectionism and coups against our constitutional process for electing people and the peaceful transfer of power. Let's talk about the ruling the judge made out in California that that maybe uh, gets you a step closer to getting John Eastman's uh, to have to turn over records that you guys have subpoenaed. Uh, this is the lawyer that essentially tried to plan this legal... He was the mastermind, if you could call him that. ...vice president to delay certification in some form. Um, the judge w- said bas- said that it's possible the president himself committed a crime here. More likely than not that he committed a crime. Eastman and Trump when all is said was the exact quote. What did you make of that judge's assessment? Weed, he says. I might have to pack another bowl. An extraordinary thing, and I'm glad that people across the country are taking note that we have a United States District Court judge now who says that it was likely and more likely than not that the president engaged in a criminal effort to interfere with a federal proceeding and essentially to defraud the public of its right to an honest election. Ron Johnson is an incredibly dumb motherfucker. But Tommy Tuberville... Holy shit. He don't know how anything fucking works. What what was it he said? Like, right as he was inaugurated? Like, the the three branches of government, the House, the Senate, and the Supreme Court or some shit? Like, I mean, it was a dumb fucking quote. Like, as he was assuming the office of senator. He's the coach from Auburn. (laughs) And then he went beyond that to say that it might have been the, it might have spelled the end of the peaceful transfer of power in America, undermining democracy and the Constitution uh, for forever after. And if you look at the very last sentence of uh, the decision, I think it may be the most important one, because there he orders uh, John East. Muted the entire time. <laughs> I I'm not going back and reading all that shit. You can read it yourself. <laughs> I 
Hello. Sorry about that. Sorry. I even ran some people off. Good riddance. We'll see you later. We'll see you later. Love you. Fucker asking. I'm done with this. Let's move on to the stupid shit. Oh, fuck. Trump hit a hole in one today. He's such a big boy. Uh, here is Michael Knowles talking about the hilarious hole in one video of Donald Trump. John Trump, our nation's 45th and potentially 47th president, is in such self control that he just hit a hole in one while playing a round of golf. The reason this is a news story, well, it's impressive to hit a hole in one. But the reason it's a news story is not because Trump hit a hole in one. Okay, okay. I doubt he hit a hole in one. I'm sure he had, like, some dude hiding in the bushes. Like, rolled the ball over to the hole or some shit. It's because of the statement that he issued. Trump issues a, a full press release. And these press releases read kind of like long tweets ever since he was kicked off Twitter. <laughs> I, I want to read it in full. If you'll hey, 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 this statement. The Daily Wire covers the hard news. They let you know what's going on. By Trump in full. He says, many people are asking, so I'll give it to you now. It is 100% true. While playing with the legendary golfer Ernie Els, winner of four majors and approximately 72 other tournaments throughout the world, Gene Sowers, winner of the senior U.S. Open, Ken Duke and Mike Goods, both excellent tour players, I made a hole in one. It took place at Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach, Florida on the 7th. I've already read the statement there towards the end of the uh, 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 letter. He says that he's not going to say who won the round because he wouldn't do that because he doesn't want to brag because he's a humble guy or some shit like that. Seriously. Which was playing 181 yards into a slight wind. I hit a five iron which sailed magnificently into a rather strong wind with approximately five feet of cut. Whereupon it bounced twice and then went. By the way, five iron. It's a par three. He made a hole in one. Of course, it was, it was like it's doable. It was, if he was using a five iron, he he wasn't even hitting it that far. Okay. I know a little bit about golf because I play fucking Tiger Woods. And italicized clank or PGA tour, whatever the fuck they call These it now. Tour players noticed it before I did because their eyes are slightly better, but on that one hole only their swings weren't. Anyway, there's a lot of chatter about it. Quite exciting. And people everywhere seem to be asking for the facts. <laughs> Sorry. It's fucked up. I play PGA tour. What? Playing with that group of wonderful, talented players was a lot of fun. The match was Ernie and me with no strokes. I have PGA Tour 2021 or whatever, whatever like the most recent one is. They might have come out with one since then, but I don't think they have since the pandemic. I've got the most recent one. I haven't played it in a while, but like I've been through like a season and a half. I've got my Justin Justin freaking golfer. Why? Because I like golf video games. <laughs> I don't know. I play. I play fucking racing games too. I play. I play a wide variety of games. By the way, yesterday I finally beat Tetris Effect. Sparkles says Sparkles didn't even know I play fucking golf games, and she's been over here a million times. But like, because like Curiouser was here. The like, 
She blocked me. Curiouser was here like a week or two ago, and uh, we were playing Tetris. And she was like, you're so good at it. I'm like, I'm not fucking good at it. I haven't even beat the fucking game on beginner yet. And finally, just for the for the first time since I've had that game, I beat Tetris Effect on beginner. Now I can... I, I made it to the last level on whatever the you know normal difficulty was. But I couldn't, I couldn't fucking beat it, so I went back to beginner. Couldn't beat it on that. Now I have to go back to actual normal difficulty. Wii golfing was fun, yeah. Fucking, I I think golf games are fun. <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't. I don't think I would golf in real life. I, I think golf courses are a waste of space and a bougie fucking game. But fuck, they're fun on they're fun on the PlayStation. I'm sorry. Don't you think it's kind of funny a, a character named Justin Freaking going out and dominating the PGA Tour? Come on. Against Gene, Mike, and Ken, I won't tell you who won. <laughs> Because I'm a very modest individual. And you, uh, you will then say I was bragging. And I don't like people who brag. Watch the video here. <laughs> and then it's a video of Trump's hole-in-one. Why do I read that? One, I read it because it's incredibly funny. And I miss him so much. And I- Wow. You're a sycophant, Michael Knowles. That's really sad. It is re- there was nothing funny about that letter other than the stupidity just oozing from it. I just wish you were on Twitter and all of our lives would be at least 40% funnier and more filled with humor if Trump were still on Twitter. But the other reason I mention it is because this is a man in self-control. Yes, he was a billionaire. Did I say sick of pants? He's had a colorful life. But beyond some... He's not a billionaire. He's not a playboy. He doesn't drink. He barely sleeps. He's a workaholic. He... Shockingly, keeps himself in relatively decent shape for a retired president who lives on a diet of fast food and Diet Coke. He's, he actually seems to have a lot of energy. I know. It's insane. And he doesn't let his emotions run away with him. When he's making points, even in the heat of passion, he's always controlled. You've got the nuclear maniac, uh, Kim Jong-un, in North Korea. Yes. Trump, Trump is always threatening to in control. Him. And what does Trump do? Does he react in an emotional way? No. He says, oh, little rocket man. I would never call him short and fat. Well, I hope he knows I've got a button and mine's bigger. Ha ha ha. He's always. Michael, what you just described was one of the most emotional, childish, petty fucking responses that a, a statesman has ever fucking said. He literally just said, Trump doesn't act on emotion, and then quoted one of the most emotional things, and then and then he talked about how he fell in love with Kim Jong-un. You stupid fuck. God, right-wingers are fucking stupid. You think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes. Absolute morons. You know what? I'm sick of pants, too. Bye-bye, pants. It's fucking hot in here. I'm glad to take them off. Hmm. Did you guys see my, you guys see my box?
don't I wear shorts in my own house? Why don't I just sit around in my box? Because people walk through my fucking backyard. I'd just be laying on the couch, jacking off to porn on my 70-inch TV, and people be walking by in my backyard like, hey, what are you doing? I'm yelling this as my all my doors and windows are open. <laughs> Sorry, neighbors, if you heard that. I'm talking to my friends inside the computer. You live in sexual anarchy. And I like it that way. He's crafting these jokes in a way that tells you it's cool. He's going to let it roll off him. He's, He's in command. The same cannot be said of Joe Biden. (laughs) Yes, Trump is in command of all his faculties. Once again, that's a gorgeous shot of the city of Nashville. I fucking love that. I I say it every time we see this. I've, I've been up that elevator a million times. I've walked across that bridge a million times fucking love that city and I hate I hate that the Daily Wire is headquartered there and constantly brands all their shit with Nashville oh RB may not be relevant to real time here RB likes to go back and watch the whole thing doesn't make it on time for the start of the show uh, all the time alright Trump solicits Putin's help to expose alleged dirt on Hunter Biden. Remember remember when Trump called on Putin to uh, release Hillary Clinton emails? What the, what the fuck we got going on here? Hold on, hold on. Why did the mayor of Moscow's wife give the Bidens, both of them, three and a half million dollars? That's a lot of money. She gave him three and a half million dollars. I have no idea what he's talking about, so I can't say it's bullshit. More than likely, if it's Trump, it's bullshit. But, like, I have no idea what he's even referencing. So now I would think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. I think we should know that answer. Where the what? what? Putin should release info on Hunter Biden's dealings with oligarchs. In a presidential debate with Biden during the 2020 campaign, Trump seized on that claim, which appears in a U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security report authored by the then-Republican majority but has not been verified. During the debate, Biden said of the $3.5 million wire transfer allegation that it is simply not true. A Georgia rally over the weekend for candidates in the battleground state he has endorsed in the 2022 midterms. Trump indicated that he is considering mounting another run for president in 2024, saying, We may just have to do it again. Of course. Of course. But hey, 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 hey. Apparently the dam is about to bust on this whole uh, Hunter Biden scandal. This is according to Fox News. Kaylee McEnany. Well, I mean, look, that's just another extraordinary um, 
mistruth from uh, President Biden there, and he did that throughout the campaign. Moscow's wife has their own... <laughs> Damn, the dam is breaking. Let's... Let's go, Biden. I mean, he pretended that he knew nothing about his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. And there is plenty of evidence on the laptop. Yet RB just made it to Mitt Romney. And the material that Chuck uh, Grasley and Ron Johnson collected for their Senate. I feel like that was an hour ago. Are currently presenting to Congress, and I think they're going to be doing that on a regular basis, to show links between Hunter Biden and Communist China. And there is also evidence that Joe Biden financially benefited from Hunter Biden's grift and his brother Jim Biden. Well, one thing, Sky Comet, you might have not been here when we were discussing, like, the DOJ is really dropping the ball. And the curi- lack of curiosity. That's the problem. The January 6th committee is doing a, a pretty bang up job. And really corrupt. But I think the dam is about to burst. We have Hunter Biden mm. is uh, looking at indictments coming out of that grand jury in Delaware. She always looks like she has sniffed the worst smelling fart ever. Like she has always like got this look of concern. What's her name? Somebody, t- somebody tell me your name. I've said it before on the show. And you see the New York Times and, I believe, the Washington Post are now sniffing around. They've admitted the laptop is real and they realize that this is a... They have verified that some of the emails were real. They have not verified that the laptop is real. Right-wingers want to always go much further than what is actually stated. Bombshell story. That was Miranda Devine. On the outnumbered show on Fox. Democrats, meanwhile, speaking of the January 6th committee, having to grapple with what to do with Clarence Thomas. Thank you, AOC, for leading the charge on the most forceful of the Democrats. I don't think just recusing himself from cases is enough. I saw Raskin speaking about it earlier today. I don't think it was in the clip we watched earlier. Maybe it was. But Raskin was speaking about it, and he said, well, you know, there has to be a case where Clarence Thomas refuses to recuse himself. Well, there already was, and Thomas was the only dissenting voice. And it was about shielding Trump's records. That challenge went all the way to the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas was the only one who dissented. There you go. He should have recused himself then. He's already got grounds for impeachment. Impeach the motherfucker. Get rid of him. House Democrats are split over how to approach what they mostly agree is a clear conflict of interest for Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Thomas has thus far resisted calls to recuse himself from election-related cases amid revelations about the activism of his wife, Virginia Jenny Thomas, before the January 6th insurrection. One remedy would be impeachment, a long shot, as well as a rarity in the nation's history. While progressive Democrats like Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Mondaire Jones are already talking about impeachment, party leaders are mostly hesitant or seeking further investigation. Bullshit. Aww, look at all the kitties. I need I I need to have socks as a as a emote. 
Poor Soxy Boy doesn't have his own emote. Smokey got one. Maynard got one. I need to make Socks a emote. That's the Maynard is not impressed face. Aggressive reps Jan Scherzowski and Jared Huffman said they've heard from furious constituents demanding accountability, specifically impeachment. Socks is a real live emote. Cat buddy, you want to come say hi? He's up here on the cat tree. He's just chilling over there. Come say hi, buddy. Everybody want to see socks? I'll show socks. Say hi, everybody. He doesn't look happy, does he? We're over here hanging out with us earlier. Yeah, buddy. He's my cuddle kitty. I was going to get up this morning, and that motherfucker got up, got in the bed, got in the spot. I'm like, shit, you want me to come back to bed, don't you? Yep, yep, I got to lay back down with you. The representative Steve Cohen... In an interview with Politico, floated the idea of censuring Thomas for voting on cases about the 2020 election. Doesn't go far enough. Impeach the motherfucker. Alright, let's get into the wild shit now. Pretty much I need a content warning before every fucking story we're getting ready to cover. Content warning, sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? Queen Elizabeth shows she doesn't care what the world thinks about Prince Andrew. Should have been momentous enough for Queen Elizabeth to attend Prince Philip's memorial service. But an emphatic show of support for shamed Prince Andrew was an added surprise. Apparently, this is the first time the Queen has been seen in what? Three months or something like that, Warlord? There had been speculation she wasn't even alive. But they reanimated her, and here she is with a man that is most certainly a pedophile. How many people can you offend in one gesture? Queen Elizabeth's decision to have Prince Andrew as her personal escort at Westminster Abbey today for Prince Philip's service of Thanksgiving was as calculated as it was astonishing. I didn't know Thanksgiving was in March. This is the first I'm hearing of this. They're now reportedly back at Windsor Castle, having skipped attending several receptions being held afterwards. The Queen must have known that such a display of defiance would dominate the commentary across the world, even though the whole event was to honor Philip's life, not rehabilitate Andrew, who recently agreed to pay an undisclosed amount to settle a lawsuit over allegations that he had sexually assaulted Virginia Roberts Gouffre when she was 17 and being trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. Andrew has always emphatically denied the claims, but, I mean, there's fucking pictures of him. He's on the flight records. I mean, it is all but certain he fucking did it. 
I it was like a memorial of Thanksgiving or something is what they were they were calling his memorial service. Philip was the like incredibly old motherfucker that looked like he was already dead when he died, what, six months ago or some shit? Poor Lord can fill us in on the on the on the haps over there in, in Britain. <laughs> the victims of Epstein will get the message against the Queen's family values you have no standing. I'm going to have to look this one pre-a-pick, pre-a-pick. I'm going to have to look that one up. Pre-a-pick. Priapic. Priapic. Relating to or resembling a phallus. <laughs> Relating to male sexuality and sexual activity. Having a persistently erect penis. Priapic. 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 I'm sad I didn't know this before today. I always enjoy fancy words for horniness. Priapic. The priapic second son of the monarch remains his mother's favorite. No matter that no other family in the world would want him anywhere close. And that, of course, makes Prince Charles a victim too. Not on the same level of pain or suffering, but as an openly declared preference for one child over the other, especially as Charles and Prince William have played so central a role in Andrew's excommunication from official royal life. This was the Queen's first public appearance in five months. Entering the Abbey from a side door, holding a walking stick and holding on to Andrew's elbow. Again, content warning. We're going to hear about some people who live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? Freshman Representative Madison Cawthorn, who is running for a second term as a congressman from North Carolina, was giving an interview, and it's weird. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't I don't like that I'm having to relay this information to you people and I don't want to I don't want to have to think about what we're getting ready to hear from Cawthorn with uh Kevin Spacey and I forget who else uh was in it. He's talking about House of Cards. Very well done show. Very really, well done very show. Very well done show. But it was so dirty. I didn't finish it. I got to the last season and like they killed off Spacey's character like in the off season. I got like three episodes in and it just like uh, it didn't it didn't hit. Like I, I like the the story just goes off the rails because you don't have Kevin Spacey there to complete it. And the the last there was like a gas leak in a neighborhood. And and uh, Claire goes to like tour a house, and she's she's having to put a gas mask on and shit. Like, like that's the last episode I watched. I don't know how the I don't know how the uh, show ended, which is wild because I fucking loved House of Cards. I was all into that shit when it first came on, but that's the show they're talking about. It was it was uh, I just said this fucking Kevin Spacey as. He starts off as a congressman, works his way up to vice president, and then like in like dirty handedly works his way up to vice president and then becomes president. 
through political maneuvering. He's got all kinds of tawdry shit going on in his in his in his life. And it was about this. I'm I'm sure that most hole in ones are on a par three, but just like a a five wood or a five iron that's that's like halfway through the iron, so like it's not the longest. It's not the long it's a short par three, is what I'm saying. That that would have been what I meant to say. And RB's gonna hear this twenty minutes later. Uh Congressman uh who was Kevin Spacey who was, I think it was minority or majority whip. Yep. What was it? Yeah. And so, anyway, very, very powerful guy. And it was just kind of like his secret life of all this corruption and power and money and perversion. And it was just dirt. And, and Cawthorn looks like he's he's fucking 16 in this. Because you've been behind the veil. Is this a fictitious show? Or is this more closer to like a documentary? Is, is it that bad? So I heard a former president that we had in the 90s was asked a question about this. And he gave an answer that I thought was so true. And he said, the only thing that's not accurate in that show is that you could never. So the former president from the 90s has to either be Bill Clinton or George H.W. Bush. There was only two of them. And I'm kind of doubting that H.W. actually watched House of Cards, so I'm assuming it's Slick Willie. Get a piece of legislation about uh, about education passed that quickly. And everything else is good? Uh, aside <laughs> from that, I mean, the sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, it, being kind of a young guy in Washington, with the average age is probably 60 or 70, and I look at all these people, a lot of them that I, I, you know, I've looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know... It, then all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get-together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove, you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. And it's like, wow, this is, this is wild. Why are people doing key bumps? Like, wh- why is that a thing anymore? But W W was like H W H W was president in the nineties. W wasn't president in the nineties. I could have believed George W. Bush said that. Howl on wheels, <laughs> referring to Madison Cawthorn and his uh, his handicap. I I I was I was gonna say things that were way worse. Couldn't make fun of him for his hand. But yeah, fucking going to orgies with 70 and 60 year old people and they're doing bumps of cocaine and shit. I don't know Trey personally, but I know a lot of people that know Trey because he came from the Knoxville comedy scene and I've performed comedy in Knoxville many times. I've got a lot of I got a lot of friends of friends I've got a lot of friends that are friends of Trey, but I don't know him personally. I've never met him. Unfortunately, he seems like a, a super cool guy. First of all, who is inviting Madison Cawthorn to orgies? I.
And is and is as if that wasn't enough of just weird comments from Republicans. Here's Rudy Giuliani's kid. Andrew Giuliani brings up his baby daughter in a gross anti-trans remark. He had a rant over the weekend about gender, saying that he had looked under the hood of his baby and that she was a woman and she's going to stay a woman. He continued and say he's going to be the last guy in a long time that looks under the hood right there. She made a promise to me on the first day, right? My wife was sleeping and I'm holding her, my daughter in my arms, and I get emotional thinking about it. But she made a promise with me. She shook my hand and I said, I'm the only boyfriend until you're 25 years old. Shake hands. Shook my hand, so I've changed the diapers. I've looked under the hood. She's a woman. I'm going to be the last guy in a long time that looks under the hood right there. But guess what? She was born a woman and she's going to stay a woman. It's that simple. Spokesperson for Andrew Giuliani told the Daily Beast, while Andrew does not claim to be a biologist, he can tell the difference between a male and a female. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Oh, God, Warlord. I mean, he's probably sick and perverse, but he, is he Trump level sick and perverse? Jesus! The rally outside the Belmore train station in Long Island was advertised like a Woodstock for downstate New York's fringe right-wing movement. The event, a rogues gallery of school board storming groups, was hosted by an organization the Southern Poverty Law Center has uh, designated an extreme anti-government group. Uh, Representative Lee Zeldin, a frontrunner in New York's Republican gubernatorial primary, also attended the rally and praised the anti-government group, the Long Island Loud Majority, in his opening remarks. I mean, does he look like the product of incest? Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? Looks more like Rudy had a kid with Donald Trump, to be honest with you. Who's this woman? Why is she letting Rudy Giuliani touch her? I'd be disgusted. I'd be scared. I'd be appalled, revolted. Speaking of being appalled and revolted, this one is another content warning, and this one is for violence against a community that I love dearly, and I am not going to let people talk like this. If I was to ever see this motherfucker, I would do things, the saying of which would get me banned on Twitch. Ex-GOP gubernatorial candidate calls for firing squad for trans rights supporters and political foes. Robert Foster, 
Not Robert Forrester, the award-winning actor. Robert Foster, a former Mississippi House lawmaker who lost a 2019 bid for governor, is using his social media platform to call for the execution of political foes who support the rights of transgender people. Fuck this guy indeed. Especially fuck this guy. Fuck him in the ass and make him humble, as the Iron Sheik would say. Some of y'all still want to try and find political compromise with those that want to groom our school-aged children and pretend men are women, etc. I think they need to be lined up against a wall before a firing squad to be sent to an early judgment. This was days ago on Twitter. Do you still have an account, sir? Uh, You better be fucking suspended. Fucked his name up, didn't I? Foster, Foster, Foster. Uh, I'm assuming so, since since I'm not seeing that uh, profile pic. Good. Foster, who runs Cedar Hill Farm Agritourism Business in DeSoto County, Mississippi, served as a state representative from 2016 until 2020, where he offered the state's current death penalty law, allowing for executions by gas chamber, electrocution, or firing squad. I seriously, I. Let me catch this motherfucker out somewhere. Too bad I wouldn't even recognize him. The fascist force is strong with this one on Thursday night. Jackson attorney Spencer Richard, Spencer Ritchie, who served as the executive director of the Mississippi Republican Party and is now on the Mississippi Ethics Commission, criticized Foster for the tweet, called him a fascist, another Republican called him a fascist good another republican in mississippi called him a fascist good good not so much a lack of lethal injection drugs it's that companies don't want to sell them the lethal injection drugs because it's torture want to hear about a woke company Let's hear about a woke company. Charlie Kirk is going to warn us. Disney came out aggressively again, and they said, quote, Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed and should never be signed into law. What is that, a threat, Disney? Maybe you're not as powerful as you think you are. You degenerate. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporations, business, capitalists fucking make threats on policy all the goddamn time, Charlie Kirk. So known as the don't say gay bill should never have passed and should never be signed into law. What is that, a threat, Disney? Maybe you're not as powerful as you think you are. You live in sexual anarchy. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. Won't be. And we remain committed to supporting the national. Might be. Might be. To achieve that. 
We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of the LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. I mean, have you? We'll, we'll save that one for Sparkles, Warlord. That's no, a good Sparkles story. They have, but here's the thing is Disney and Bob Chappick, they're held hostage by their gay employees. It's just that simple. They are. They're in the creative world, and I'm not, I'm not accusing them of this. It's just the way it is. They're in the arts and entertainment. Yeah, let me tell you, if you didn't have gay people working at Disney, there wouldn't be many people working at Disney. Even, even the straight people work there, suck a little dick from time to time, I'm pretty sure. I can, I can say this. Having been backstage at Disney, I, I was a, I was an employee, I was an employee of Disney for like three or four days, or whatever the fuck they designated us as when we were there for show choir camp. Fucking Charlie Kirk held hostage by the, you know, like six percent, seven percent of the population can hold you hostage. And there's a disproportionate amount of gay people that work in that community. And so they're making a huge mess of it. And so Disney is pandering to their employees because they don't want more employee walkouts. They still need to keep their movie production on time. And they know. I mean, it would basically be like Remington or it would be like any a major a- ammunition manufacturer basically not coming out against an anti-gun bill. Again, I'm not, I'm not, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be allowed to lobby against, uh, gun legislation. That's the problem with capitalism. We need to regulate guns and the gun lobby is too fucking powerful. Once again, my proposal, which I think 100% is constitutional, no legal challenge whatsoever Outlaw the commercial sale and manufacture of guns. You'll have a right to own a gun, but you can't go to a store and buy one because it's illegal to sell them anymore. Fuck yourselves. Go on. Go fuck off. You want a gun? Go make your own gun. You're going to have to put some effort into it. Fuck off. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's the way it is. Disney has a lot of gay people that work. What's up, Spider Biggle? Now, for whatever reason... These gay people feel really motivated, the employees of Disney, that six-year-olds need to learn about their incredible... Oh, you know, Charlie. Charlie Kirk got bullied by the theater kids. Charlie Kirk wanted to be a theater kid, but all the other theater kids made fun of him while they were singing and dancing. They did, like, whole dance numbers making fun of how, like, lame Charlie Kirk was. And that is the reason why he is a right-wing commentator now. Fucking Ben Shapiro couldn't make it as a Hollywood screenwriter, and that's why he is a right-wing commentator now. Hands down, 100%. Couldn't make it with the theater kids. Steven Crowder, same thing. Same thing. Mike Rowe, the dirty jobs guy, you'd think he went to a trade school. He's got some kind of welding certificate or some shit. Nope, theater kid. Theater kid, theater kid. The theater kids were too cool for Kirkland. Damn right. He couldn't take it that they lived in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? That's what it is. He was all upset about his like college days. He saw all the theater kids having all kinds of fun sex, and he couldn't participate because he's lame. Nobody liked him. That's how you become a Republican. 
I, I think there's a lot of that with uh, Jordan Peterson as well. Fucking content warning on this one, but it's just because you have to look at Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh, oh, and Andy Mew. Andy Mew. Apparently, Jordan Peterson had journalist Andy Mew <laughs> on his podcast. I always fuck his name up on purpose. Andy No is a propagandist posing as a journalist. You will you will always hear the right refer to well when a gay Asian journalist says it. When a gay Asian journalist says Antifa is bad. Now this motherfucker is on video hanging out with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and shit. He's in good with them. Jordan Peterson wishes he was a manly man. He wishes he was a manly man. So he was asked by Andy New, because Andy New has a hard-on with trying to paint Antifa as violent. Jordan Peterson's thoughts from a psychological perspective on Antifa. I ask you about the, based on your, your, your knowledge, your background, your clinical experience, what, what is Andy the Gnome. psychology of this mob violence? When I see it, 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 uh, like, I, I don't even recognize some of these. It seem, They seem animal. To Andy No, Jordan Peterson is a victim of mob violence because his students glued his doors shut. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm sure they mentioned that earlier. Like, they wouldn't tell you that that's what actually happened. They'd probably say that, like, Peterson was a victim of the mob violence while they were on campus. They left out the part, like, they glued his doors shut. <laughs> Because he's a loser. But I'm sure, I'm sure Andy Mew framed it that way. Animalistic is what I mean. Um, in, no, they're the worse animal, than animals. They're worse than animals. Because animals, they just kill to eat, you know? Human beings, they have a twist in them that makes them far worse than animals when they really get going. Well, I think it's, I think, you really want to know what I think? I think it's revenge yes. against God for the crime of being. it's revenge against god it's revenge against god christian god is real we're gonna go kill him (laughs) oh fuck it's revenge against god that's really what i think it's Cain. You're an idiot. Cain and Abel. It's like, oh, Abel's your, Abel's your guy. Hey, God, how about if I take him out in the field and beat him to death? Some, somebody clear this up for me. Peterson in the past has claimed he's not religious, right? But the motherfucker, all he talks about nowadays is the fucking Bible. <laughs> and he gets all Old Testament. No, 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 no. Just wait. You haven't even seen the best part. Motherfucker starts to cry. Motherfucker starts to cry. I think it's, I think, you really want to know what I think? I think it's revenge against God for the crime of being. That's really what I think. It's Cain and Cain and Abel. It's like, oh, Abel's your, Abel's your guy, eh, God? It's Cain! It's the big red machine! It's Cain! (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm in a, I'm in a wrestling mood. It's WrestleMania week. How about if I take him out in the field and beat him to death? How do you feel about that? All my sacrifices went 
unrewarded. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what it is at the bottom of the hell of things. <laughs> oh God, I wish it went on longer. He really started at the bottom of the hell of things. People look to this asshole for advice. What is wrong with people? I'm sorry, but the people that look up to Jordan Peterson or Elon Musk, many of the other, many of the other figures in our society, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Learn to feel embarrassment. Oh, but 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 like Kane, the big red machine from WWE, is a hardcore Republican. Also, wore a mask for most of his career, is an anti-masker. Explain that one. Cain and Abel. Cain enabled Abel. RB caught up with us. Yeah, okay, Ida, I will agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to mock him for crying. It's, it's that he's crying over nonsense. It's so fucking last night when I played the Liza Minnelli clip and Lady Gaga, you know, giving her her props on stage, I fucking shed a tear. So, like, there's nothing totally cool with showing emotion. No, he's just crying over just made-up bullshit. Ah. <laughs> uh. But don't worry, guys. According to John Voigt, greatness is going to return to the United States. John Voigt has a message for us. Have been hurt. Yes, many in fear and loss. How can this be? We all want justice upon this cruel act. He recorded this in his hotel room next to an airport. My fellow Americans, I'm a man who has lived a life and have seen many horror stories. Each one is a horror. But this is beyond. This is our cruelest of this time. What is? Now we must not allow our children to be let down. We must build up our country and we must become a nation of strength. Since Biden took office, he has lowered our, our nation's standards and heightened our prices for his benefit. He has lost our greatest loves, our truths, our freedom, our flag stripes, red, white, and blue. Old man yells a cloud. But my dear friends, not for long. For God is my witness. He, God, shall bring us all back to the greatness in this land where one will find their best potential. For we, the people, are the ones who will stand our ground for our truths, our freedom. Because as Abraham Lincoln knew, we will sacrifice self for this land of God's freedom, the United States of America. Much love to you. Fuck your God, your Lord, your Christ. <laughs> John Boyd is talking bullshit. But that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean if I had the opportunity to purchase... John Voigt's 94 LeBaron. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Don't tip me. Don't tip me. 
John Voight, the the what was it, orthopedic surgeon or some shit? Orthodontist. John Voight, the orthodontist. <laughs> you know I'm not wearing pants right now, don't you, Curiouser? That that happened earlier in the show. I, f- I threw my pants over on the couch, in case you guys missed it. Yes, I sang. I sang some a perfect circle. Had to break it out. They sus. I and it's all the right wingers do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They all. They all have, and let me let me give you an example here, uh, Congressman. It's good to see. You. Ah, shut up. We already heard from we already heard from Jamie Raskin. Let me let me go to my YouTube channel here. Uh, I don't know that I have the. I don't know that I have the video just handy now we turn somewhere. To- so I'm on a stream with four other right-wingers. All three of them that are on camera have American flags behind them. <laughs> I, I... And mocking them with my right wingers or morons, Gadsden flag. I prefer to have pants on, but it was hot in here. Like very early on in the stream, I got up and opened the other window and turned on. I've got like a desk fan over there, blowing in the window. Unfortunately, because of my because I, I had it really dark in here or something, you couldn't see my flag. I wear pajama pants every day since I work since I work from home. I wear pajama pants every day. That's my thing. I love pajama. That's what uh, Sparkles got me for Christmas. She got me a pair of pajama pants, and they are so super soft. They're soft. They just don't have pockets. Now you you might think you know why you need pockets in pajama pants, but like I blow my nose a lot. <laughs> so like I need I need pockets to put my my tissues in. Other than that, those are fantastic pajama pants. Right wingers and their American flags. That by the way, this is a, this is a pet peeve of mine. That's virtue signaling. Them calling themselves patriots and saying they believe in the Constitution. That's virtue signaling. Having an American flag behind you. That's virtue signaling. You would rather virtue signal than actually uphold the principles that the flag is supposed to stand for. Fuck your flag, dude. Fuck your flag. Fuck him. That's all I got to say. You want to have coffee with a crow? Here's a man that has a pet crow, has coffee with him every morning. Probably It's probably a Dodo video, so I can't turn it up very loud, because music and shit, that I'll get copyright. You would call me very early in the morning. He wants to have fucking coffee with you. 
Apparently crows are pretty cool. And you can tame them and they're really smart. But then again, maybe Rick and Morty was lying to me. Then again, this this dude looks fucking cool. Oh. <laughs> A degenerate. You live in sexual anarchy? Guy Comet lives in sexual anarchy over here. I like that I feature different animals. Like, I didn't know nothing about crows. I didn't I didn't think I was going to um sit here and be like, oh, that's an adorable little crow. I I think he nursed him. Maybe maybe it was abandoned in the nest and he nursed him to health. Yes, Pepe, that's exactly what he wants. Right-wingers want to control what you can do with your penis. It's very fascist. And I'm glad that one, uh... I'm glad that one Republican called out that dude for being fascist. Thank you. Alright, if you're watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Echoplex Media. It is a special edition of Down Ballot. They're going to be talking about... uh, There's some wild shit going on in Shasta County. So even even if the local politics in California may not pique your interest, you may wanna you may wanna find out about the dumb shit they're doing over there. Shasta County is very very weird. He's taking a bath. That's so cool. He just hangs out there and lets him blow dry him. Jesus. I want a crow. (laughs) He's grooming him. Oh, shit. All right. Twitchy people, you're heading over to Echoplex. Producer Dave and the Media Winch are going to take real good care of you. Oh, Media Winch is even in studio. Very special edition of Down Ballot. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol live.